Unless otherwise indicated, Ratchet Book Club is intended for a mature audience. Viewer discretion is greatly advised. Ratchet Book Club, where we read hood classics and good classics. I'm Derek, and honestly, 916-572-9016, Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com, Ratchet Book Club on Twitter, uh, patreon.com backslash single simulcast, the Buy Me a Coffee's forthcoming. Honestly, I don't even know if this counts as hood classics or a good classic, but I was hunting for this bitch, and I found it. So here we go. Um, after reading... Uh, Loving My Wife and Her Sister 2, Part 1, 2, and 3. We're just going to call it the Trilogy, or the Trilogy, ha, T-R-I-L-L, wink, wink. I decided that I needed a little bit of a uh, cleanser. Well, my wife and I went wine tasting. I don't even like wine, but I went with her because I like my wife. Um, and it was important. Uh, that I did things that she liked when we were dating. So then she liked me. Um, like me getting an entire playlist of Mac Dre uh, for her to listen to on the way to the wine tasting when I only knew one song from Mac Dre at the time. Now, I know like seven, eight. I mean, he's a good artist, but he's not my top ten. Anyhow, while we were there, and she was drinking wine, a lot of it, um, we noticed that for every wine, like there was a different taste. And in order to clear the taste out your mouth, they gave you this wretched, tiny, little, tasteless white cracker. And it, they didn't have a name for it. They just called it the tasting cracker, I guess. I don't really know. I didn't ask. My wife was already lit. Um, but what I decided to call it was an ambiance cracker. Because... There was a mood pressing down when they would tell you that you should taste this cracker and then taste this wine. No, you must taste the cracker first to get the taste out your mouth of the old wine and then taste this wine. It is a cleansing cracker, but it was really an ambiance cracker because they just said it so eloquently. You must do this. Well, here we are. This is an ambiance cracker between Love My Wife and Her Sister 2 trilogy and whatever i choose to do next whether it's old thought next door part two or something from some gangster shit or a uh a book from dean Koontz. i don't fucking know yet i haven't decided but what i do know is i'm gonna read this whole fucking book in one goddamn sitting because it's 25 pages i mean if i can't read 25 pages in one sitting what are we really like seriously what are we doing here so this is it's it's so let me explain how this came about. I was thinking about how there had to be at least one hood classic out there called The Thought That Counts. But instead of T-H-O-U-G-H-C, it was going to be T-H-O-T. I just thought that somebody from the hood would do that. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. And I was going to hunt it down and read it with a huge smile on my face. Turns out the person who made it, I don't even know if they're white or black. I think they're white. I'm pretty sure they're white because um, they got a white person on the cover. A white chick. So I guess now um, this with a white person on the cover, this isn't really urban fiction because this isn't urban. This is just a white person appropriating urban fiction to make money, which I'm OK with. I don't give a fuck. Um, and the person's name is like huge. Pecker, Hugh G. Pecker, Huge Pecker, so that's not really their name, 
But that's cool, because eventually I'm going to read David Tingle as well. So, you know, whatever. I don't give a fuck. But this can't be called a hood classic or a good classic. Um, it's an ambiance cracker. Made by... Hugh G. Pecker. You thought I was going to call him a... Yeah, get your mind out the gutter. I'm not like that. So anyway, let's see what happens when this... When Hugh Pecker writes what he thinks is a hood classic. And I know that he's trying to do that because he spelled thought T-H-O-T and he capitalized it so then you knew what he meant. I'm going to have some fun with this shit. So the title page is Butt Cheeks in a thong. By the way, did you know that um, Cisco's entire thong song is just him singing the same goddamn verse over and over again? Seriously, just run that through your head for a second. Like the whole damn song in one verse. It was horrible, but we still danced to it because it had to go. And then he had he was dancing over the hands of women in the video. It was a horrible song. Not even going to front. Nice ass, though. Chapter one. It's the thought that counts. Emma drove carefully. Emma, this is definitely a white person. Emma, I don't even know a black Emma. I've never met a black Emma. Oh my God. There are certain things that I've never seen, like a black Emma or a young Eustace. Or Mildred. Or Mortimer. I've never met a Mortimer. Many, many moons, maybe, I might have met a Mortimer, but I really missed... No, I'm done. Chapter 1. I feel like I should do an accent, but I'm not. Chapter 1. Emma drove carefully, not wanting to take the chance of getting pulled over and arriving home to her husband late. Normally coming home to Tom, come on now. Give me something to work with here, huge. Anyhow. Normal, come on, god damn it. <laughs> Normally, coming home to Tom was always a joy, whether she were late or not. But it was a week before Christmas, and their anniversary tradition would be that day. As soon as Emma arrived to her man, and I say man like that because M is capitalized. As soon as Emma arrived to her man, they would exchange one spectacular gift each. See, Emma had met Thomas Blake at a friend's Christmas party. Isn't Thomas Blake the fucker from Fifty Shades of Grey? I don't really know because that was a white book and a white movie and I just, I, I didn't. But you know what did happen when Fifty Shades of Grey came out? All of the old white women in my job suddenly became very interested in whips and shit. Looking at belts. Ooh, he has handcuffs. He's a fucking cop. What are you talking about? Touching their, their bottom lip with their finger when cute guys like me will walk past. <laughs> the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. My name is Clovis. <laughs> Anyhow. See, Emma had met Thomas Blake at a friend's Christmas party. They had everyone draw names for a secret Santa a week before. Emma had the luck of drawing Tom's name, and by some strange coincidence, Tom had also gotten hers. Yeah, that's a coincidence and a half for your ass, because for two people to draw the same, to draw each other in a secret Santa, that's like, well, it depends on how many people are there, but that's a really fucking big coincidence. Like, somebody cheated. She shouldn't trust Tom already. Fuck him. He's probably like Gavin. The occurrence was so odd that the two spent the majority of the night chatting about it. They exchanged gifts, exchanged thanks, and ended up exchanging phone numbers. Two years later, on the exact day they had met, Thomas proposed to Emma, and a year after that, they married. Once again on that same day. That's how shit works? Niggas actually meet, and then wait two years before they get engaged, and then spend another year setting that shit up? You better jump the broom in the backyard and eat some fried chicken and sit your ass down. Ever since, on the anniversary of their first meeting, proposal, and marriage, they exchanged gifts to express their love and gratitude for each other. Each and every year, Emma managed to give gift after amazing gift, but this year, she had forgotten. 
It wasn't like she had remembered until that week. She remembered the gift exchange a whole month beforehand, but only a month to find a perfect gift for her perfect man was impossible. What the fuck? Still, Emma searched and found something very nice to get Tom. Emma drove up her driveway, put in the car and parked. She reached over to the nearly... Fuck this book. Emma drove up to her driveway... Putting the car in park, she reached over to the neatly wrapped present sitting on the passenger seat and headed for her front door. She normally took months thinking of the perfect gift and another few months actually obtaining it, but since she had forgotten, Emma had to work fast. Walking into her beautiful home in the middle of the suburbs, this is not a hood classic, Emma took a deep breath and found her husband waiting for her in the living room. Emma had always thought Tom was handsome from the moment she laid eyes on him. But since they've been married, he has somehow found time to work out and tone up his muscles from not bad to hot as hell. His physique, along with his sharp facial features, dark brown hair, and blue eyes made Emma grateful every single day that she had ended up with such a man, told Jerry White. As for herself, I mean, I've met black people with blue eyes and brown hair. We just call them what? <laughs> You're black? Get the fuck out of here. My cousin, cousin-in-law, his sister is black. I don't believe it either. Like, I've seen her face to face. She literally looks like the broad from New Girl. It's just, that's who she looks like. And it's fucking incredible because she's half black. Not all the way, though. That That's the way it works out. Despite the woman promising herself that she would never let herself go, her body defied her. Emma was a thin little thing when she had met Tom, all except for her breasts, which were surprisingly big for a woman of her size. But almost by magic, Emma saw herself grow a few sides within the first year of their marriage. Her thighs had grown thick and her ass followed suit. With the extra weight, her breasts her grown some too. God damn it. Only her waist had remained mostly unchanged, so she got thick in the in the in the in the in the ass in the titties but her hips stayed exactly the same her waist stayed exactly the same you're trying to make Emma into a black woman just say it you want an LA face with an Oakland booty or as we used to say LA face with a big old ass anyhow Emma knew she was hardly the sexy woman she once was so let me make sure I got this straight she got some thighs and some ass and some titties, and she thinks that she's no longer sexy. White bitches, I swear to God. Now, I don't usually call white bitches white bitches, but bitch, please. Y'all motherfuckers spend so much time doing thigh toners and fucking squats and pumping up your lips with collagen and all that kind of shit, and now you're going to write. This is, this is a white guy. It's a white guy writing this. This is not a hood classic. This is not a good classic. I'm just going to make fun of this shit. That's all I'm going to do. Fuck you. And go ahead and leave a review on Patreon because that's the only way you're hearing this shit. At least her face, framed by her short black hair, remained utterly gorgeous, according to Tom. Tom tried to convince her otherwise, but she never believed him. No matter how much he complimented her, no matter how much he ravished her body, she still felt bad. Her husband had always been able to calm her insecure inner thoughts, but lately, even he hasn't been able to help. Pushing aside such self-centered thoughts, Emma greeted her loving husband and kept her eyes away from the gift-wrapped box on the table. Hey, sweetie, exclaimed Tom as he motioned to embrace his wife after she had set down the gift she had gotten him. I believe you know what day it is, Emma. Guess what day it is. No, he didn't really say that. Happy anniversary. Tom's energy and happiness were obvious. Emma felt guilty that all she had been thinking about was what gift to get him and not how she could show her love for him. Emma mentally shook that thought away and forced a smile to slowly turn genuine as she remembered how much she felt for her husband. The couple exchanged a few heartfelt but quick kisses before settling in for an early dinner, each one having their favorite meal by candlelight. Emma and Tom both smiled, talked, and flirted every now and again. They would feel the old butterflies from their first date. After a glass of wine or two, Tom and Emma found themselves on their couch kissing and cuddling like a couple of sex-starved teenagers. Emma focused on her husband's lips as they danced from her lips to her cheek and then her neck. As Tom leaned into his wife, 
She felt his stiff member pressing against her. Member. Turgid. Member. Hard. Member. Cock. Prick. Let me see. What are the other ones? Pecker. Rod. These are all the ones. Stiffy. Boner. Those are all the ones I got for what white people call their dicks. Look at my member. It's flaccid, but it was cold outside. Emma invited him to continue, moaning as she moved. Then, in a heartbeat, Tom stopped. Emma snapped her eyes open to see why her husband had stopped right when things were getting hot and heavy. She saw her husband smiling back at her and gesturing his head to the living room table that held their early Christmas gifts. Emma internally gulped, having forgotten all about the exchange. Suddenly, all her worries came zooming back. What the fuck did she get him, a severed head? Emma, once again, forced a smile and spoke before her husband could. All right, all right, business before pleasure. But you have to open yours first, Emma said. Trust me, Em. Seeing the look on your face would be pure bliss to me. But fine, hand it here, Tom smiled as he spoke and then eagerly grabbed his gift. Emma held her breath as Tom torn through the wrapping paper. After an eternal 20 seconds, so long the 20 seconds. My bad. The man opened up the box, revealing a dark red silk robe. Tom smiled wide as he pulled the beautiful and soft robe from the box, revealing more underneath. I know how much you love silk and how much you hate the rough fabric of most PJs, so I got you a robe, nightshirt, PJ pants, and even custom boxers. All made with the highest thread count available. Here, feel it. Emma held the boxers, allowing Tom to rub his hands on it. Wow, this is really amazing, Emma. Oh, and it even has my favorite mystery-solving dog on the robe. Who, fucking Scooby-Doo? Who the fuck, what? Who the fuck is you? You can't just say who's his favorite solvent, mystery solving dog and not say who the fuck it is. Don't be worried about tr trademarks. Bitch, I just read a book where they named every fucking Amazon thing that was in the world. You can't say whether it's fucking Scooby-Doo. What the fuck? This better not be scrappy. Who the fuck is this, is this mystery solving dog? Fuck you. It's not scrappy dappy Do I don't give a fuck. Fuck that little nigga. I'll kick him down a flight of scrappy dappy stairs. <laughs> it better not be scrappy yeah i know how much you love him and had them whip up the design also silk overrated silk sheets hard to get stains out of silk underwear fray really easily have you ever seen a woman get silk stuck up her ass crack I mean, I haven't. I'm just asking generally because, you know, I think that shit would probably be funny or something. I don't know. I love it, Emma. Seriously, hon, you are amazing. Tom leaned in for a loving smooch. As soon as the kiss broke, Tom stood up and swung the robe onto himself. The robe clashed with the formal outfit, but the smile on his face said he couldn't wait to put it on. Then Tom reached over to his box and handed it to his wife. I hope you like it, Tom said quietly, then took a seat as Emma began unwrapping her gift. Emma both loved and feared what she might find as she revealed a box nearly two feet long. With a breath in and out, she opened it up to see a wooden violin sitting inside. Her smile blossomed instantly. When she was a little kid, Emma's mother had taught her how to play the violin. She was never very good at it, but it was a fun activity to have with her mother. Of course, when she started growing up, Emma had begun losing interest, and by high school, she had completely forgotten her old passion. In fact, in the blindness of adolescence, she had sold her instrument for enough money to buy a ticket for her favorite band. She never gave it a second thought until Emma's mother passed away. It was nearly three years ago, but ever since then, Emma had yearned to give the violin another try. Thank you, Tom. It's wonderful, said Emma, smiling. But when she leaned in to hug her man, Tom stopped her. Turn it over, was all he said, trying hard not to smile. Emma did as she was told and turned the violin around. I'm not fixing none of their errors in this shit. Fuck you. And there, near the bottom of the instrument, was a name clumsily yet gently carved into it. The carving read Emma. 
Tom kept his eye on his wife's face as the realization dawned on her. This, this couldn't be, whispered Emma. <laughs> it is, replied Tom. This can't be, Emma said. It is, repeated Tom. My violin, whispered Emma. It is, Tom said once again. This is the violin my mother got me when I was 10 years old? The one I stupidly gave up for a shitty concert? I mean, come on now. Hootie and the Blowfish don't deserve all that. Yes, was all Tom said with a heartfelt and beautiful smile on his face. Emma felt tears of joy filling her eyes. Tom moved towards her and wrapped his muscular arms around his wife as she processed her emotions. The couple lay there for a few minutes, just feeling the warmth from each other. Emma smiled to herself, her happy tears now done and dry. Every year she was reminded just how lucky she was to have her Tom. But the same worry was there bring her down. He loved her so much and maybe she didn't or couldn't love him just as much. After all, she had gained weight and had only gotten him clothes for their gift exchange. Sure, Tom called her deliciously curvy and always cherished her gifts, but the fear persisted. Chapter 2 Right there in her husband's arms, Emma decided that she wouldn't let this happen. She needed to love Tom more. She needed to give him something no husband, no man had ever gotten. Her conviction was strong, but her head was too filled with emotion to even begin to think of what that gift might be. So Emma started with something she was intimately familiar with. Without warning, her hand began exploring her husband. The two were cuddling on the couch, so weren't they fucking laying down? What? The two were cuddling on the couch, so Emma led her hand behind her back, tracing his toned thighs and moving towards her destination. The moment turned from sweet and innocent to lustful and dirty in the time it took for her fingers to wrap around Tom's thick member. He hadn't been hard as they cuddled, but that changed as soon as Emma started to make her move. Tom, never one to turn down his wife, pressed his rod. Cat, cat pressed his rod against her ass while Emma's hand slightly stroked him. Leaning close to his wife, Tom laid quick and small kisses on her neck, making sure to slow down as he went until his last kiss went on for a few minutes before evolving into a bite. Emma loved this side of her man. He was never reluctant to go slow and make sure that she was hot and bothered for him. But this wasn't a time to go slow. Emma wanted hard and fast, not slow and sweet. She moaned loudly as Tom bit her and she moved to get up. Tom watched her as she stood up, confusion plainly on his face. The man wasn't used to such foreplay, but as usual, Tom could not deny his wife. He watched as his curvy wife pulled off her dress in a quick, fluid motion. As Emma went to work on her bra, she darted her eyes from Tom's shirt and pants, then back up to his face until Tom got the message. As soon as he understood, he rushed to strip himself. What the fuck? Why would you need to get a message, nigga? She's stripping. You better catch the fuck up. If my wife starts stripping, I'm already naked. <laughs> That's a rule. Because you never know when she's going to put the clothes back on, fellas. Emma couldn't help smiling. She saw her husband eagerly trying to rip off his clothes. The same time excited as their first time. Happiness and lust mixed in that moment. And just as Tom pulled his shirt off and flung it aside, he witnessed Emma sexually fall to her knees with her eyes solely focused on one thing. Tom loved the was. Emily Seacups moved when she lowered herself. What the fuck? Even for this book, that is amazing. Tom loved the was. Emma Seacups moved when she lowered herself. But even as he enjoyed the sight, he wished he could watch her ass as she moved too. Emma stared at her husband's hot, throbbing cock before gingerly caressing with her hand, slowly tightening her grip as she stroked it up and down. Emma took her eyes up the thick member and glanced up at her man. Tom looked down at Emma with a hungry look on his face. Normally, Tom's eyes were filled with love, but right now, watching his sexy wife on her knees, only lust filled his eyes. Emma smiled mischievously, then moved her lips closer to the throbbing cock in her hand. I'm going to keep fucking this up, by the way. I just like making different sounds for cock. <laughs> she loved seeing the burning desire within her husband. Tom struggled with himself. He had never been good with being teased. The man was struggling to keep himself from shoving his cock deep within his wife. 
Just when the man couldn't take much more torture, Emma gave a devilish grin as she moved his cock back and moved her expert tongue to lick the cock from the base all the way to its head. Tom went from savage beast to helpless man as his wife pleasured him. Not giving him any time to prepare, Emma finished tonguing the head, then immediately dropped her head down, managing to fit most of the thick rod into her throat in just one move. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound effect I'm using. I'm not taking it back. Emma could feel every, every vein on the thick rod as it filled her mouth. To any normal person, the taste and smell wouldn't... What the fuck? To any normal person, the taste and smell wouldn't be pleasant, but to her it was heaven. What the fuck? Her pussy twitched and burned as if recognizing that thing it craved was near. Fighting the urge to slip a finger into her slip. Into her slip? What? To calm it down, Emma bobbed her head up and down, making sure to time her hand to stroke as she sucked. The grunts and groans for her husband proved too much and Emma moved her fingers into place, giving herself enough pleasure to keep from going crazy. She wanted his cock buried in her womanhood and she knew just how to do that. The woman pulled back until only the head of Tom's rod remained covered by her lips. She felt her pussy twitch the idea how slutty she looked to her husband. The normally insecure woman was instead replaced by the sexy slut serving her man. The idea of that... Of being seen by her love as just a delicious piece of meat was alluring to Emma. And in times like this, she wished she could experience a sight like her husband was. Emma internally shook herself out of that thought. Right now, it wasn't about her. It was about him. Returning to her duty, Emma kept the tip of Tom's member surrounded by her lips and began using her tongue to play with it. Then, as she picked up speed, her right hand stroked to match her left hand buried into her. She knew this technique could bring her early into the fun night, so Emma didn't keep it going very long. Just before Tom reached his point of no return, she stopped. Tom's eyes flung open and looked down at his teasing wife. He saw her leisurely lick his member with a wicked smile as she continued to finger herself. The man stood up from the couch, holding his hand out to help his wife up. Emma happily climbed up off the ground, and when she did, Tom greeted her with his lips on hers. The same passion and lust radiated off the both of them as they kissed. This time it was Tom who broke the kiss with a loud yet playful spanking. Grabbing Emma by her full round ass, Tom motioned her into position. Emma smiled again as she placed both her hands onto the armrest of her couch and bent over just enough to allow her husband all the access he needed. One hand gripped her as Tom led his thick rod into his wife's waiting pussy. Emma moaned as she felt her man's cock thrust inside of her. Tom wasn't porn star length, but he was close enough. Gripping tightly to the armrest, Emma clenched her pussy, trying her best to keep the delicious meat from escaping, but it always did. Tom loved feeling his wife's tight pussy wrap itself around his cock. Continuing to thrust, the man gripped both his wife's hip as he pumped. He practically lifted his wife off the ground with each thrust. It felt great, but Tom knew he couldn't keep it up for that long. Years ago, he discovered the lifting Emma as he was doing now allowed him to reach farther than ever before, giving his wife mind-shattering orgasms. Emma knew what her husband was up to and was very happy to be a willing participant. Tom kept his pace, only slowing down after a few minutes, but already Emma was reaching her high point. The odd angle always managed to bring her closer and closer to a climax. The veracity from her husband helped too. Once again, the woman felt lucky to have such an amazing man. Emma felt her man slowing, but he forced himself to speed up enough to get her going. She could feel the pleasure slowly engulfing her body just before it erupted. Tom thrusted himself fully into her as he reached for a fistful of hair, pulling his wife up for a lustful kiss as she came. The kiss started viciously, but as the orgasm faded, the kiss slowed the wild and warm and loving. It wasn't until Emma's head had finally cleared that she noticed something. You didn't come asked the woman well no answered tom shyly i know you love that angle thing babe fucking fuck why are they still calling people babe we just went through this with loving my wife and her sister too i know you love that angle thing babe but it just doesn't do it for me instantly emma felt guilty this spontaneous fuck was supposed to be all about him but her selfless husband has somehow done everything for her 
Go lay down on the bed, honey. I know just what angle you might like instead, said Emma. With a confused smile, Tom marched straight to their bedroom as Emma quickly followed. When she reached the bed, Emma found her man laying on his back with his arms folded behind his back. From that position, Emma could see just how toned his body was, not to mention a still hard cock waiting for her arrival. Emma slowly fell onto the edge of the bed and crawled up, kissing her husband's cock as she went. After a few seconds, Emma was straddling her husband in Tom's favorite sex position. Cowgirl. The woman took a moment to bask in her position of dominance, catching her breath from the hard fucking she got not five minutes ago. Looking down at her man, she saw the same loving and lustful eyes of the man she wanted. The corner of her mouth curved upward as Emma leaned down to bring her lips to his. The kiss was hungry and fevered, Tom's hands finding her breasts, pinching and teasing them as their lips played. Emma enjoyed her husband's hands but tried not to let them distract her from her own work. As the woman leaned forward for the kiss, she had snuck her left hand to guide Tom's cock to its target. Once she finished, Emma broke the kiss and slowly leaned back onto the thick rod she had fallen in love with. The move took Tom by surprise. The man had been so focused on their kiss that he hardly noticed anything else. Emma slowly lowered herself fully onto her man's package. That was another one. Package. Savoring every inch as it filled her still hungry pussy. Once fully inside her, Tom, once again, gripped his wife's delicious ass and looked up at Emma to see just what speed she was hoping for. The woman internally moaned at her husband's hard grab at her ass. Biting her lips, Emma looked down and winked. Without a moment of hesitation, Tom used his hold to lift her as he motioned her hips. The effect was immediate. The man had, in one thrust, brought his wife to near orgasm. Emma was still very sensitive from before, but it still felt amazing. Tom brought his speed to a sprinter's level. Emma moved her body in timing for his, allowing for smoother and faster motion. Emma felt the thicker parts of her body shake and jiggle as her husband fucked her like it was her last night. Normally, Emma would have felt insecure and self-conscious, but the married babe reminded herself that this is about her husband. And also, in that moment, in that position, she felt like a queen. Yes! Fuck yes! Emma moaned. Well, let me try that again with moaning. Yes! Fuck yes! Emma moaned as her man continued his assault on her pussy. Tom remained silent, focusing wholeheartedly on his task, but began slowing down. Emma knew what he was doing. Tom felt himself getting near his climax, but was trying to keep himself going for as long as he could. The poor man was still trying to think of his wife, even when she was trying to think of him. No, baby, keep going. I want to come with you seed in me. Fuck me harder, Emma commanded and moved her hips to go faster. It was true that at this point Emma wanted her husband to feel amazing, but as she shouted her dirty talk at Tom, another orgasm neared. She didn't know Tom was that good or if she was coming at the thought of her husband experiencing immense pleasure, but she leaned into it. Emma kept shaking her ass, forcing Tom's cock into her pussy over and over again. The woman moaned as she worked. Closing her eyes, Emma thought of her husband's ecstasy-filled face. She remembered the hungry look when she sucked his cock. Emma filled her mind with all the sexy encounters they had ever had. Where's the thought coming? Anyhow, her climax neared as Tom did and she kept going. Too far gone to turn back now, but as her orgasm arrived, Emma's mind filled with something. Not a memory, but a dream or long-buried fantasy she had once thought of. I'm coming, shouted Tom, forcing Emma as far down on his cock as he could. The woman had no words, just a scream and a moan as she envisioned a thin, blonde woman in her place riding her husband as she was now. The thought came and went as fast as Emma did. When she finished her moan, the vision was gone and the woman leaned down to kiss the man that belonged to her and only her. The couple kissed and cuddled soon after spontaneous fucking. The two exchanged some playful banter before exhaustion took them to their slumber. Wow, said Tom, amazed. That was just... Wow. Good, replied Emma with a satisfied smile. I was definitely going for wow. You're pretty wow yourself there, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Thanks, Em. But seriously, you were an animal tonight. 
once again, Emma smiled to herself. I mean, when you were riding me, you were moving so fast, I started seeing double. Yeah, right, laughed Emma as she spoke, as if you could ever handle two of me. Oh, don't underestimate me, babe. I could fuck any number of girls you care to throw at me. The comment brought a small bout of laughter before the two snuggled closer and drifted off to sleep. I don't need to do anything between chapters. I'm making more than enough fun of this shit as it is. Chapter 3. That night, Emma found herself having a strangely vivid dream. The woman saw herself standing before her husband, both of them stark naked. Emma caressed Tom's cheek and then leaned close for a sweet, loving kiss. But as she leaned forward, she felt something between them. Breaking the kiss early, Emma looked down and was shot by what she saw. Kneeling between the two of them was a beautiful blonde woman. Emma saw the woman's hands on Tom's cock, slow cock, slowly kissing it with open joy. Emma was stunned, not just by what she was seeing, but by her own reaction. The sight of the mysterious blonde woman enjoying Tom's thick rod was turning Emma on. She could feel her pussy twitch and ache from the sexy vision and from jealousy. The woman seemed to notice instinctively and turned around to Emma's purring kitten. Emma felt fingers tracing the lips of her pussy. Her knees shook as the blonde went in to give her kitten a kiss. She was curious to see the face of the beautiful blonde, but before she could look, Emma felt Tom's hand guide her face up to his. Tom slowly leaned down, and Emma felt the blonde's tongue entering her just as her husband met his lips with hers. The perfect storm of pleasure was so intense that Emma awoke, utterly shaken from the stimulation. The woman awoke to the sound of her own moan, and she immediately knew it was all a dream, but that didn't stop her from being in heat first thing in the morning. She didn't know why such a dream would do that to her. The idea of Tom with another woman was wrong, wasn't it? The woman shook the conflicting thoughts from her head. Taking deep breaths, she remembered where she was, in her bedroom with easy access to the star of her dreams. Emma turned to her husband. Perhaps he may be able to help with her sudden craving. But Tom wasn't there. Instead, Emma found a tray laying on his pillow with a plate filled with strips of bacon, toast, and egg, over easy, just like she liked it, and a cup with orange juice in it. The breakfast wouldn't satiate the particular hunger she had for her husband right then, but she never refused breakfast in bed. As Emma ate her husband's sweetly made meal, she noticed a note. Out for a run. Be back soon. Love you. She didn't know why she was surprised. Her man was hell-bent on keeping his body fit despite age creeping up on the both of them. Emma finished her meal and got out of bed. She was horny as hell but knew her husband wouldn't be back for ages. The man said be back soon but his runs always turned into either a marathon or a full gym session. Emma put on some casual clothes and used a sudden alone time for something she desperately needed to figure out. The perfect gift for her perfect me. The trouble was, she had been thinking of this for ages and her best answer was silk pajamas with a cartoon dog on them. She needed something new, some idea how to please her man. Pretty soon, Emma started to fidget, then she got up and paced. Finally, after straining her brain, she decided to take a break and go for a walk. Despite it being winter, just a week or so from Christmas, the weather wasn't too cold. And a light jacket and pants were just enough for Emma to leave the house in. She didn't bother locking the door as she left. Her and Tom lived in the suburbs where hardly anything happened. I hope you get robbed. Emma started her walk around the neighborhood, setting her body to autopilot as she thought through all the gifts her and her husband exchanged over the five years they had been married. Emma? The voice shook Emma out of her thoughts. Turning to a source, Emma spotted her blonde nemesis. Bonnie Cunningham approached Emma exiting out of her door, just a few doors down from Emma's, and slowly jogged over to her. Oh, hey, Bonnie. Good to see you, girl, replied Emma with her patently fake girly voice. Emma slowed her walk, hoping Bonnie would begin her daily jog and leave her alone. That dream was shot down when Bonnie matched her stride and continued talking to her. What are you doing out and about? And where's that husband of yours, Bonnie asked as she walked alongside Emma. The tone of the question was casual, but Emma knew better than to fall for that. I'm just trying to clear my head, Bonnie, and for your information, Tom is at the gym. Emma tried to keep her comment short, but with enough of an answer to shut Bonnie up. The gym? With that body of his, Tom should be hitting yoga with me, Bonnie giggled as she spoke. He's already got the muscles, now we just need to get him more flexible. Bonnie playfully bumped her bottom against Emma as they walked. Emma's face grew warm at Bonnie's words, and she clenched her fingers into a fist. 
Emma had never really liked the blonde woman. She looked too damn good in nearly anything she wore. When they first met, Emma felt jealous at Bonnie's thin, young, and toned body. But that jealousy turned to rage when Emma had seen the look in Bonnie's eyes change when she spotted Tom. Bonnie's face shifted from friendly to ogling when Tom approached him. Emma found herself clinging to her husband, trying to mark her territory. That didn't seem to matter to Bonnie, as ever since then she had always attempted, in some way, to come on to her man. I mean, can you imagine what that body could do with a little flexibility? Bonnie's words cut through Emma's train of thought. The woman flashed her last night's activities, the spill of his skin on hers, the pleasure as he thrusted deep inside her. Emma felt the area between her legs grow heated even as she turned to Bonnie, angry at her blatant disrespect. I don't really have to imagine anything, Bonnie, especially after last night. Emma kept her retort below a shot, but hoped Bonnie took it like one. Like, why are you, why, you're his wife. She knows y'all fucking, like what? Once again, Emma's attempt to hurt her neighbor proved useless as Bonnie smiled back at her. Oh my, Emma, you simply must share all the juicy details. Bonnie's arousal was beyond obvious, so much so that Emma blushed at her mistake. Emma had given her a whiff of something she had wanted for years, and now she wouldn't stop until she had more. Well, I... I didn't mean to, Emma began. Didn't mean to what? To start sharing about how your husband and you fucked last night? Well, sorry, sweetie, but the secret's out now. Might as well dish. Emma didn't know what to say. Bonnie wouldn't stop, but if she shared that beautiful night with her, it would feel like a betrayal. As the woman tried to think of a way out the mess, Bonnie spoke. Fine. How about I talk and you listen? Feel free to interrupt me if I'm wrong. You got home last night to find your perfect husband of yours doing something really sweet. Maybe a homemade dinner or a surprise gift or something. And after some romance, one thing led to another and the fun began. Bonnie was enjoying herself as she guessed at Emma's night. The two circled back towards their homes. I want to say you started with the blowjob. Making sure you put that slut mouth to use for your Tommy boy. Now that man is too sweet not to eat you out. But if you did your job right, he wasn't thinking sweetly at all. This went on for ages. Emma listened silently as Bonnie speculated wildly about what her and her husband had done. Half the time she was right, which surprised Emma. But the biggest surprise was just how turned on she was getting listening to her nemesis. Then Emma flashed her dream that morning. The thin blonde pleasuring her man and a suddenly a thought struck her. The perfect gift for Tom had presented itself. The problem was whether Emma was a strong enough woman to give it to her husband. Bonnie, Emma spoke, interrupting the woman's sexual rant at Emma's late night activities. Can we continue this chat at your place? Oh, Bonnie was caught off guard by the suggestion, but quickly recovered. Why, sure, Emma. Now, normally I have men buy me a few drinks before taking them to my place. But for that body of yours, I think instead of playing hard to get, I have to play hard to get rid of. Bonnie emphasized her point by pinching Emma's bottom as they walked through her front door. Emma felt her face red and she made her way into Bonnie's home. Bonnie led Emma to a seat in her dining room before rushing to get them something to drink. Emma used the moments alone to think through her words. She had just only decided on this and already Emma was minutes away from making it a reality. The speed of all this was staggering and overwhelmed the woman. In fact, Emma was halfway through talking herself out of it when Bonnie returned with tea. Bonnie waited until she was seated before speaking. So, Emma, what brings you into my love den? Bonnie asked in a playful tone, but Emma could tell she was genuinely curious. Taking a breath, Emma let the words simply flow out of her. Last night, Tom gave me a gift. The gift was something I thought was lost forever. Something that brought me to tears and made me want to jump for joy. Emma paused for a moment as Bonnie went to sip her tea before continuing, and I got him pajamas. Bonnie had nearly swallowed when she heard Emma's words, and she stifled a giggle as she drank. Emma smiled at the woman. She felt a little mean playing it like that, but Bonnie, who was now openly laughing, didn't seem to mind. So now you feel guilty, finished Bonnie when she had composed herself. Yes, exactly, continued Emma. I feel guilty and ungrateful, and I need to make this right. And I need your help for that. You want my help thinking of a hot and kinky gift for that study of yours? Asked Bonnie, a sly and mischievous smile dancing on her lips. Not quite. I know what I'm going to get him now. 
I'm going to give Tom the greatest gift any wife could ever give their husband. Emma dramatically paused for a moment. I want to give him you. Bonnie frozen, her mouth slightly opened as if she were about to speak, but the words she had prepared had fallen away. Emma internally smirked, getting an odd satisfaction of Bonnie's reaction. Emma, darling, I'm flattered but also very confused, Bonnie finally said. Bonnie, I know you and I have never seen eye to eye, and that's mostly because your eyes are always on my husband, like a lioness staring at a gazelle. Bonnie opened her mouth to object, but Emma pressed on with her speech. You've always wanted him, Bonnie. Don't deny it. And you look too damn good for me to ignore. But right now, I want Tom to feel like the luckiest man in the world. And I think at night what you can do just that. Emma took a breath, her stomach doing flips after such a speech. The woman could hardly believe her words, but even more unbelievable was just how she meant it all. Is this some kind of trick? asked Bonnie. No, no tricks. Just a new friend asking for a favor. A favor I think you'll enjoy doing. Bonnie smirked at Emma's words, then smiled warmly. If I'm going to do this, there should be rules. Of course, we can set some rules right now. But first, Bonnie interrupted, I need to know just how committed you are to this open-minded gift idea. I'm very committed. I, 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 I can... But before Emma could continue, Bonnie raised a finger and silently hushed the woman. Bonnie gracefully rose from her seat and sashayed to her newfound friend. Emma swallowed, realizing just how sexy Bonnie truly was, as she watched her hair sway back and forth in sync with Bonnie's hips. The neighbor was mere inches from Emma when she bent down to eye level. In one fluid motion, Bonnie leaned forward and brought her lips to Emma's. The kiss started timidly. Emma fought her instinct to jerk away, knowing that this was some sort of a test. The kiss grew, Bonnie laying one hand at Emma's face, caressing her cheek, while the other hand lay near Emma's breast. Emma felt her breath quicken and her face blush as she kissed her neighbor. Despite herself, Emma felt her body grow excited. If this continued much longer, she knew she would need her husband to satisfy her newly awakened hunger. I think that'll do, Bonnie said as she pulled back from the kiss. Oh, answered Emma, trying to get her bearings. Why, why did you do that? Because I need to see just how far you are actually willing to go, said Bonnie, and then added with a lustful smile. That, plus your husband wasn't the only thing this lioness was on the prowl for. Chapter 4 Honey, where are we going? asked Tom as he sat blindfolded in the pasture seat of their car. Not telling, Emma smiled devilishly as she drove her husband around the neighborhood a few times. It had been a few days since the conversation and the sudden kiss with Bonnie, and the time had finally come. The two women had talked for hours, going over everything they could think of, and they decided that Emma would take her husband out for a drive, giving Bonnie enough time to sneak over to their home and change it to her sexy outfit. Okay, we're officially here, Emma announced, gently removing Tom's blindfold, revealing their unremarkable home. I didn't think we'd be going to Europe or anything, started Tom, but I sort of thought we'd at least make it downtown. Ha ha, Emma laughed sarcastically. Your gift isn't a place. It's something I need to get in the house without you seeing. That comment puzzled him. As the two walked back into their home, the man thought furiously about what waited him inside. Is it a stripper pole? Tom ducked his head into the living room, searching for the gift he had guessed. Why would I get us a stripper pole? I got the coordination of a brick. Emma walked towards their bedroom and Tom followed along. No, honey, your gift is right through this door. Emma stepped aside and let her husband grip the doorknob, curiosity plainly on his face. The wife felt her stomach, in knots, doing flips as her excitement and nervousness threatened to overwhelm her. Still, a smile blossomed on her face as Tom twisted the knob and pushed the door to reveal his Christmas gift. On their neatly made bed lay Bonnie, laying on her back with her legs sexily spread out and her arms hugging her chest enough to make her full tit seem even bigger. The neighbor wore nothing but a Santa hat, a red ribbon tied across her chest and a gift bow positioned perfectly on her womanhood, leaving very little to the imagination. Emma tried to keep her eyes on Tom but couldn't help glancing at the beauty on her bed. She saw Tom stare at Bonnie, mouth gaped open in a stunned silence. 
Emma felt a flare of jealousy at Tom's reaction to Bonnie, but also found herself more than a little aroused. Emma, what is this? Tom finally spoke as he managed to force his eyes back on his wife. This is your gift, silly, Emma replied in a gentle voice, expressing just how much she wanted this for him. But I, I can't. You can't. I mean, you can't be serious. Tom's face began to blush as he stuttered out his objections. Oh, I'm very serious, honey. Emma gripped her husband's arm, pressing it against her tits and pulled him closer to the bed. Emma noticed just how hard her nipples were and wondered if Tom had felt them too. You're the greatest thing in my life, Tom, and I need you to know that without any doubts. And this will prove it. Oh, Emma, I don't need this. I couldn't do this, and I'm sure Bonnie doesn't want this either. Tom tried once again to think of his wife first. The man, of course, had always liked the neighbor's body, but had never, ever thought anything like this would happen. I know you don't need this, Tom, but you want this. Emma confidently reached down and grasped her husband's throbbing cock. The man gasped, nearly losing control. And I want this for you. For a moment, Emma gripped tightened on Tom's rod. The temptation began stroking was strong, but the woman knew it wasn't about her this time. And as for Bonnie, maybe you should ask her what she wants before making assumptions. Emma used her finger to push Tom's cheek to the side, turning his gaze back on the nearly naked woman on the bed. Bonnie is silently taking the bow off her pussy and was casually pleasuring herself at the side of the couple. Tommy, I've wanted this since I first laid eyes on you. Now come here and unwrap your Christmas gift. This ribbon is awfully uncomfortable. Bonnie squirmed a tad, shifting her breasts while Tom stared awestruck. The nearly naked woman pulled herself up to her knees. Being on the bed put her at about eye level with Tom. Bonnie graciously slid her hand over Tom's, guiding it to the ribbon. His fingers landed on the knot, just one slight pull and the whole thing unraveled. Tom glanced to his wife, seeing the nervous excitement and lust in her eyes, then back to Bonnie who was breathing heavy even though she was trying to stay perfectly still. The man barely moved his hand, but it was enough to release Bonnie's breast from her tiny prison. The moment sealed the deal, watching Bonnie's firm breast freely exposed was the point of no return for the man. Tom took in Bonnie's delicious mounds, watching them move ever so slightly as she moved forward gently touching her lips to his. Emma watched her husband kiss the beautiful blonde and felt a drop of jealousy within an ocean of lust. She felt her pussy awake at the sexy sight and she backed away slowly to lead the happy couple to play. Tom broke the kiss and turned to Emma one last time to make sure everything is okay. Have fun, sweetie, said Emma with a grin and tried to hide any jealousy she may have felt. With a nod, Tom quickly went to work on doing his pants to get straight to the main course. Bonnie dropped herself back on the bed and spread her legs as Tom undressed. Emma kept inching towards the door but couldn't stop herself from staring. The two women had decided that Emma was allowed to watch or she could leave, whichever she felt comfortable with. Emma had decided days before to stay and the watch might be dangerous. A flare-up of lust or envy could ruin everything, so she kept trying to force herself out the door. Tom, impatient as ever, lowered his face in between the neighbor's legs as he tossed aside his pants and began working to unbutton his shirt. Another touch of jealousy unstuck Emma's feet and the woman turned to leave the room. Oh, God. Emma, you were right. This man knows how to eat good pussy. Bonnie moaned out each word as Tom used his tongue to fuck her. Please stay, cutie. You know you want to. Emma's pussy twitched at the words and moans from Bonnie. The woman felt a knot in her stomach that told her it was wrong. It told her that she should be fighting to keep this man to herself. But Emma didn't care. Years before the thought of Tom with another woman scared her. Now she was excited by the thought. Don't fight it, she thought to herself. Then turned and watched as her husband worked his way to penetrating their sexy neighbor. Emma felt her hands moving on their own. One slipped underneath her pants and panties while the other played teasingly with her nipples. The wife watched as her husband kissed Bonnie's womanhood, lapping away at the gorgeous woman's perfect pussy. Emma's fingers danced around her own sex. She watched Tom slowly kissed Bonnie's thigh and moved his was up. Was up. Emma knew exactly how it felt and so imagined it perfectly on Bonnie. The blonde panted as the man arrived at her breast. The wife smiled as her middle and ring finger slowly slipped into herself. Watching the look on Bonnie's face as her man played with her tits were just too much. 
Once again, Emma wished she could join or at least get a closer look, but knew that any movement on her part might snap Tom out of his lust-filled frenzy. Bonnie playfully squirmed and moaned as Tom kissed, grabbed, and nibbled on her firm breast. When Tom pulled back, she knew the moment had finally arrived. A devilish smile bloomed on Bonnie's face as she moaned and turned to her horny little friend near the corner of the room. Oh, hell, Emma, why don't you take the VIP seat? Bonnie playfully patted the empty area on the bed as Tom slowly rubbed his cock on Bonnie's entrance. I wouldn't want you to miss anything, hot stuff, but make sure to get comfortable. Emma wasn't sure how Bonnie had read her mind. The woman hadn't told her anything, but with an offer like that, it was impossible to resist. The wife stepped forward timidly, slipping out of her pants and panties as she walked. Tom gave Emma a quick, lustful look, like an animal eyeing its next meal, then continued teasing Bonnie's wet pussy. Emma's time to eject was long gone. She knew that. Tom wouldn't listen to her even if she wanted him to stop. Luckily, Emma didn't want it to stop. The burning between her legs begged it to continue. Bonnie reached out and grasped Emma's hand in hers as Tom finally positioned his cock to enter the woman. Emma flinched at the touch, but then gently squeezed the hand in silent support as her other hand pleasure her twitching slit. Tom took his hand away, his cock in perfect position, and slowly pushed it forward. The husband felt his throbbing cock enter a brand new pussy and nearly came from the sheer idea of it. Fuck! So big, Bonnie smiled and gasped, throwing a smiling glance at the BBF holding her hand. I think they meant BFF? I don't know. Tom stayed still for a moment, letting his cock calm down before he went on fucking his sexy, slutty neighbor. Fuck her, honey. Tom looked up to see the words came from his own wife. The man felt his cock stiffen even more. Bonnie felt it and nodded her head enthusiastically as she bit her lip. Tom, never one to disappoint his wife, did exactly that. The man slowly pulled his rod from the blonde sweet flower, only to replace it with a hard thrust. The force jerked Bonnie, earning a happy gasp and a squeeze of Emma's hand. The assault didn't hesitate. Tom kept his attacks going each time, edging Bonnie closer and closer to her first orgasm of the day. Every movement forced a sexy moan out of Bonnie's lips, and she squeezed her friend's hand, watching Emma finger herself quietly. With another devious smile, the neighbor pulled Emma forward, and before the woman could object, the blonde kissed her. This drove Tom crazy, his thrust growing faster and harder. The man resembled a wild animal as he fucked Bonnie. Now the moans from Bonnie fell directly into Emma's mouth as they continued their passion to kiss. Their tongues fought and danced and licked at each other's faces a deep and hungry kiss. Emma rubbed her pussy faster, surprised to feel another hand joining hers. Bonnie had honed in on the woman's clit and delicately pleasured the woman as they kissed while the husband slammed his thick meat within her. I think, I think I'm close, Tom managed to say in between thrusts. Emma and Bonnie's kiss finally broke apart and both women lustfully stared at the man as he continued to thrust. Looking up, Tom saw his wife and returned to his senses, motioning to pull out of the blonde. But Bonnie was prepared for this and used her strong toned legs to wrap around the man, forcing him back inside her tight pussy. You aren't going anywhere, lover boy. The mistress and I talked and we want you to come inside me, Bonnie said in her sultry, seductive voice. The words alone were almost too much for the man and he turned to his wife. She's safe, Tom. No risk at all. Now do your manly duty and fill this slut with your seed. Tom felt Bonnie's pussy twitch as her friend calling her a slut and he resumed his thrusting, knowing he wouldn't last much longer. As the man plunged his cock into the blonde, cack. Emma rubbed her pussy, hoping to achieve her orgasm at the same time as her husband, but knowing this is a futile effort. I'm coming, the man shouted as he thrust one last time, as deep as he could inside Bonnie. The blonde moaned loudly, and without asking, Emma knew the neighbor orgasmed too. Emma felt a flare of jealousy and not feeling the same ecstasy as her friend and husband. The wife pushed those feelings away, reminding herself that this was all about time and that she could have all the cock she wanted later. Tom stayed within Bonnie as he and her panted, trying desperately to catch their breath. After a minute, the man pulled his now used up cock and fell onto the bed beside the blonde. Despite herself, Emma wished her man was ready for a second round to help her burning need. Hey, 
You all right? Bonnie asked the wife, shaking her away from her thoughts. Yeah, of course, said Emma half-heartedly. Ooh, you're still hungry, aren't you, girl? Bonnie teased. The woman didn't say anything, but felt her face redden. Suddenly, one of Bonnie's signature smiles appeared on her face. You've tasted your man's seed, right, Em? Bonnie asked, then continued before she could answer. I bet you never tasted him like this. Bonnie spread her legs invitingly and slipped a finger inside herself, retrieving it lightly covered in cum. Emma felt a surge in between her legs as she watched Bonnie lick her finger clean. Wordlessly, Emma made her way over to Bonnie's used-up pussy. The wife used her trembling fingers to spread the slit open, just enough to watch some of her husband's cum slip out. The woman felt a knot in her stomach. This was wrong. Emma knew that. Eating the pussy of the woman her husband had just fucked? It was beyond wrong. Beyond taboo. And yet, that's what made it feel so damn right. Emma dove down, closing her eyes and allowing her mouth to work on her neighbor's awaiting cunt. Once her tongue managed to snake its way inside Bonnie, she tasted the familiar bitterness of her husband's seed. Only it had a sweet undertone. Emma could only guess this was due in part to Bonnie's own love juices flowing. Emma toned and kissed and played with the delicious slit, her own pussy burning with desire. The woman could have become addicted if she kept going and she didn't mind the idea at all. The moans and squeals from Bonnie told her she was doing an excellent job and let the sounds fuel her hunger. She wished she had thought to position herself so Bonnie could eat her as well. Emma had a feeling Bonnie knew how to please a woman like no one else. Suddenly, she felt hands on her ass and she fought the urge to jerk back and see who it was. The gentle yet strong hands moved her ass to stick out more. Emma kept her lips and tongue moving, glancing up to see Bonnie grinning like a Cheshire cat as she watched Tom prepare for round two. Tom had been spent, at least he had been until he witnessed his sexy and loving wife turn rabbit for a taste of Bonnie. The sight stiffened his rod so much it almost hurt, but he knew he couldn't let it go to waste and went to work fucking his wife as she ate his Christmas gift. Sliding his finger gently against his wife's womanhood, Tom could feel how wet and heated she was. The man knew he needed to tend to his woman and began rubbing his newly hard cock against her pussy, just before again plunging into ecstasy. Tom thrusted his cock and heard a muffled moan escape from Emma as she continued devouring their neighbor. Bonnie's cries of pleasure joined Emma's, reaching down and pulling her friend's face away. The two locked eyes and Bonnie could see the woman was lost in her lust and she loved it. Lick me harder, slut, Bonnie commanded before shoving Emma's pretty and wet face back into her pussy. Tom noted just how much Emma tightened when her friend commanded her. Tom quickened his pace to match Emma's and casually slapped her ass while he thrusted his rod into the woman he loved. The trio kept the position for ages. Bonnie felt herself come two more times thanks to Emma's quick and vicious tongue. The blonde was sure the greedy wife had licked up any trace of the husband's seed. Oh God, Emma, I'm coming! Tom sped up his movements as he shouted. You hear that, slut? Your husband's gonna fill up that pussy while he watches you tongue fuck me. Bonnie excited and cried, causing more moans and a twitch from Emma. Tom felt his cock explode inside of his wife. Even though he had just orgasmed earlier, he came hard, pumping his large load right into the love of his life. The husband glanced up from his wife's shaking ass and saw Bonnie biting her lips as she watched him, and Tom felt his cock pump one more stream of seed. Emma silently came, feeling the thick, hot cum pour into her as well as tasting the deliciousness that was Bonnie's womanhood. Muffled cries and heavy pants were the only clue to Emma's pleasure until she pulled herself up and collapsed onto her side of the bed. Tom moved to join her and lazily nuzzled in between both beauties. The husband wrapped his arms around his wife, only vaguely aware of Bonnie casually moving her mouth onto his cock. The man that was too tired to object it and watched the woman lap up his love juice-soaked cock for a moment before laying back with a satisfied smile. Tom and Emma drifted into exhausted sleep and never even heard their sexy neighbor leave. Epilogue The next morning, Tom awoke with his love wrapped in his arms. The man smiled as he looked at his beautiful naked wife. Then remembered all that happened a few hours ago and felt guilt and satisfaction fighting within his heart. The man slowly unwrapped himself from Emma and jumped into the shower. He needed to think. He needed to process everything and the shower often helped. 
The water had only just warmed itself when Tom felt the slender, delicate hands of his wife wrap around his waist in an endearing hug. What are you doing up so early? Emma sleepily asked. Tom smiled and moved so some of the soothing water could hit his wife. I don't know. I guess I couldn't sleep, he replied. You'd think you could sleep all day after what we did last night, Emma commented with a light laugh. The wife noticed her husband's expression and stopped her laughter. What's wrong? she asked, concerned. Babe, we're... we're married. Tom paused to formulate his words properly. Isn't it? Wasn't what we did wrong? I mean, I cheated on you. Oh, honey, Emma started grasping his chin and forcing their eyes to lock. You didn't cheat on me. You loved me. Your heart is mine, just as mine as yours, but I'm not greedy. I think I can share that body of yours every now and again. Emma smiled, reminding Tom of Bonnie's devious grins. You mean, you'd like to do it again? You want that? Tom was excited, confused and worried, all the emotions battling it out on his face. Tom, people love in their own way. They live in their own way. Honestly, before a few days ago, this idea would have driven me crazy. But after some thought in the amazing night that we had, I think we could give this sort of thing a try. Tom processed her words. After a minute, Emma began to worry that she had freaked her husband out. But just before she opened her mouth, Tom smiled down at her. I think we can give it a try. With those words, Emma smiled wide and kissed her husband for the first time that day. The woman felt her heart fill with the fire of her love. We're going to have so much fun. I'm glad you like your Christmas gift. After a gift like that, I can't believe all I got you was that dumb long lost violin, Tom joked. You definitely beat me this year. I know, she replied with a kiss. But don't you worry. It's the thought that counts. The end. I'll give it five stars just because. Um, Yeah, so ambiance cracker. That was cool. Next book, don't know yet. Guess we'll see. 916-633-1537. Uh, Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com. Ratchet Book Club on Twitter. Leave a review on Podchaser. Join up with the Patreon at patreon.com backslash single simulcast. I'm saying that just in case I decide to put this on the uh, regular feed. I might. Who knows? If I do and you're white, don't get insulted about the jokes I made about white folks. Y'all do call it peckers and rods and cocks and all that kind of shit. It's, uh, yeah. Stroke monkeys. I don't fucking know. I made that one up. Y'all be good. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Peace. Outro to Ratchet Book Club is by that kid Garan and it's called Goodbyes. You can email him at tkgbeats94 at gmail.com for more information on how to lease this beat. This is Single Simulcast. <laughs>